Hi, everyone. This is Leslie Keith. I'm president of the board of directors at the Lipedema Project and director of research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today, I have an excerpt from an interview with a Dutch team of experts from our Lipedema Worldwide Summit that was held in 2016. In this excerpt, a multidisciplinary team of Dutch experts, including Dr. Robert Damstra, Dr. Harry Vosten, Els Brouwer, and Ad Hendricks, talk about their approach to treating lipedema in their hospital program in the Netherlands. When these cases with a lot of physical problems, a huge lumps and a severe disability came to our multidisciplinary outpatient department, we started to looking at them in some serious way. We asked the physiotherapist to do his own thing in trying to look at their muscle strengths and things like that. And so in the end, we came up with our own indication for treatment. And that is the worst category of the patient population with impaired mobility, with even danger of losing their lives. And there are a lot of patients who come up because they are referred by other centers because they need uh, pre-operative treatment before they can get joint replacement or when there are other diseases which are aggravating the situation of the lipedema. But we have been trained so extensively taking care of patients with lymphedema that this came along and we tried to incorporate in our regular protocolized attitude so when patients are referred, they are taken in by the dermatologist. There's a very thorough analysis, not only by history taking, but also looking at them by the dermatologist himself. And then when the pathology is severe enough, the patients are eligible to visit us at the outpatient department with a multidisciplinary character. Then they're seen by four or five from us. First, the patients introduced by the dermatologist who is the owner of the problem, as we call it, and he presents the patient. Then we are looking at the patient with the group. And because we all are at the same time, we see the dermatologist investigate. We see how the physiotherapist does his test. Then see how the vascular surgeon looks at the patient. So we train each other to look at the patient with another specialty's eye. And it has been a golden method because now the dermatologist looks at the patient also with surgical eyes, and the physiotherapist looks with dermatological eyes, and I look at muscle strength, why I should be interested in what's going to be happening when I do the surgery. So when we have finished this analysis, we go back, and then we start the discussion, sometimes a fight, but we end up with one solid conclusion. Then we go back to the patient, and then the dermatologist takes over, he says, we have come to the conclusion that this is the problem. We would like to propose this. And in all cases, conservative treatment is the first way to go. And it stays this way always. And surgery only comes in when all other methods have failed or are not good enough. It was an organic process, actually. So we saw lipedema patient for many, many years, also together with a physiotherapist already, seeing stage one and stage two. But as we did more and more severe operations in lymphedema, we said, well, all experience the surgeons had in operating those patients, what can we do for those patients who refer to us with lipedema, actually, and have also lymphatic complications? So in a more organic way, we, yeah, we, well, grew, into we grew into the operation process. We combined conservative treatments, physiotherapy, and surgical expertise. 
And I think that is the success we have. We don't do it on our own. But all of the patients are initially uh, treated in a conservative way to make them also operable. You can't operate on a patient with wounds on the leg, for example. So we have to work up for them. And there has to be a commitment from the patient as well. Because if these severe patients say that they're not interested in lifestyle change or in working together with us, then it's also not an option. So it's not that everybody gets the operation straight away, as Harry has mentioned. And of course, we are talking now about the most severe group. But on the other hand, we see also patients, and we are happy to see them in the early stages. And they are severe in their own specific way, because they are unaware, they don't know anything, they don't know what to do, they don't know how to influence progression. And we don't know all about preventing progression, but we do know that enough daily activity, uh, healthy food, body weight, body composition, and muscle strength as part of muscle force, for example, is a condition to be able to be active during daily life. And listening to patients in the early stages, they say, well, it's progressive. And I get more and more problems in daily functioning. I can't climb the stairs anymore. In the evening, I'm worn out. And by research and looking at patients and measuring patients with objective measurement tools, we notify that there is a problem in muscle strength. And is it part of lipedema or is it a consequence of lipedema and being not active enough, we don't know yet. But training is important in those early stages. And when they progress, they go in the operation situation when they are fit, when they are well-trained and well-informed, also able to continue their lifestyle after the operation. And when a patient is in our clinic, he is there for about 9 to 10 hours a day working. So we don't just give advice to the patient because lipedema patients offer get good advice in eating, in training. But our physiotherapist, really, we have a large physiotherapy department with many, many devices. You really train with them together. They train, but they coach them. And it's very important to have the capability to coach a patient and to see what is dedicated to the patient, what he likes to do, because the patient is doing the work. We are just coaching. And I think it's very important that we are all trained, and all I mean all, the surgeons, the dermatologists, the edema therapists, the dietitians, the nurses, in treatment concepts as motivational interviewing, for example, which has been proven to be very successful for patients with chronic conditions, because of course they all suffer in their attempt to change their lifestyle. Because it's always easier to to maintain doing the same things as you always did. So really changing is difficult. And by the fact that we are trained in those concepts, we are able to support patients in changing. Another great conversation really exemplifying the absolute success that we can expect when we have a multifaceted approach to care. Thank you so much for that interview to the Dutch team. And thank you to you, our listeners, If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema Flash Briefing. Mm -hmm.